0: The reading is from Psalm 42, verses 1 to 8. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while men say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of God, with shouts of joy and thanksgiving, among the festive throng. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. This is the word of the Lord.
1: And uh, It's really lovely to be with you all this morning and to be singing about the goodness of God. And we're going to be thinking about the theme of drinking deeply. And I also just want to say a big welcome to my friends who have come along from volleyball. So it's really good to have you here. And I want to start by reading a poem that's by someone called Malcolm Geith if I'm pronouncing his right correctly. Uh, So he's written a poem about this psalm, about Psalm 42. And it says, "'You are my heart's desire from first to last. Like as the heart desires the water brooks, so longs my soul towards you. So I thirst for living streams, not for the dusty books they write about you, nor the empty words that ring from pulpits nor the haughty looks of those who market you. These are the shards of broken idols. I long for the deep in you that cools the deep in me, the chords that sound those depths and summon me to weep, at first with tears of grief and then with tears of joy that I may sow those tears and reap a timeless harvest, that the ripened ears of grain may shine as clean and clear as gold, shucked of the husk of all my wasted years. So I don't know about you, but I really love the Psalms and just how real and honest they are. And there's this sense of a real deep emotion within the Psalms and the fact that they don't shy away from painful thoughts but they really embrace them and give them to God and in this Psalm specifically we see the writer really wrestling with God from this place of real kind of sadness and desperation and I'm sure frustration but in the midst of it we see that he does remember that God is good that God really does love him and hasn't forgotten him and I do believe that he wants to remind us of his goodness and his faithfulness that we have been singing about. He wants us, each one of us, to know his close presence and his love through every season and through every storm and to me the book of Psalms, it's an invitation for us to also express how we are really feeling in prayer to God and it's an invitation to offer to God the reality of what's really going on in our hearts and in our lives. And I believe that God really loves it when we're real with Him, when we're open, when we're honest, when we actually tell Him what's, what is going on on the inside, and when we invite Him into those painful places, into the hurt and the disappointment and the shame. And this morning, I'd like to just pick up on four themes that come out of this Psalm 42. So firstly, we're going to think about questioning and the questions that he asks. We're going to think about remembering, praying and receiving from God. So the psalm, it begins, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God. For the living God. And there's this real sense of of desperation, I think, in these words, and that thirst and real deep desire to have more of God. There's this sense that everything within him is longing for God and reaching out for him because he's feeling distant in this moment. And just like the deer needs water to survive. The, the writer of the psalm, there's this sense that, you know, he can't live without the presence of God. God's feeling far away and he's thirsting and reaching out to God. And then there's this sense of refreshing water that comes from being with God. So then the writer of the psalm goes on to ask some questions and he says, where can I go to meet with God? The psalmist is feeling far away from God and far away from the temple where he really wants to be and we can see this wrestling and anguishing as he asks this question, why my soul are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? And even towards the end of the psalm he writes, why have you forgotten me? And there's this real sense of feeling abandoned and rejected by God as well as probably some loneliness and confusion going on at this time and I wonder if perhaps some of us have asked the question how do I cope in the apparent absence of God in my life or does his faithfulness really remain in these challenging seasons? Well I think what we learn from the psalms and from this psalm is that it is okay to ask these difficult questions and to wrestle with our thoughts and our feelings and to bring them to God. And it wasn't part of our reading this morning, but in verse 10, we also read that other people come to the, the writer of this psalm and they, the, it says, my enemies me, uh, taunt me, and they say to me all day long, where is your God? And there's this sense that the situation has got so bad that even others around him are wondering, look, where is God now? Does he really exist? Is he really showing up for you at this time? And perhaps some of us Have people in our lives, maybe, that have been saying, you know, where's God in the war in the Ukraine? Or where's God when a third of Pakistan is currently under flood water? Or perhaps where is God as the cost of living crisis begins to spiral? Or perhaps you've experienced your own personal crisis and people have suggested, why don't you just give up on God and and abandon your faith? Just turn your back on Him. And that is. The challenging thing is that neither the Bible nor the Psalms contain all of the answers and I definitely don't have all the answers to these questions. And there is one sense that we, to some degree, we do have to live with an element of mystery and having to trust in God and the good things that we do know about him. But as we move into verse 4, we're reminded of this, of the importance of remembering of remembering the good things that God has done and the testimonies of who God is and all that he's done. So verse four, it says, These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. And verse six says, My soul is downcast within me. Therefore I will remember, I will remember you from the land of Jordan, the heights of Hermon. And although the, the writer of this psalm, they're far from Jerusalem at this time, far from where he really wants to be, he's reminding himself of how he used to go to the temple, he used to worship with other people with joy. And I think it's important for us to remember who God is in the dark times and to remember the good things that he has done for us and I think that we all have a testimony perhaps you have experienced God's unexpected provision in perhaps a time of lack or maybe God brought someone alongside you in a real time of need or perhaps you've even experienced that comforting presence of God himself in a in a period where you felt lonely or depressed. And I think it's really good to actually write down our testimonies and the good things and the answered prayer so that we have got them to hold on to and to go back to and remember that God is faithful. So I'd just like to invite each one of us now just to pause for a moment and actually think about a season that we ourselves have passed through, a time when perhaps it was a really difficult time, but you can see God did do something good in that time, and he did show you his faithfulness. So we'll just pause for a moment. And I can testify that in my own life, when I went through the most difficult period of my life, which probably lasted over a year or so, actually, God did something really beautiful through that time. And it's actually just after then that I found God and I started asking difficult questions. And God really met with me and I started a relationship with Him. And I'm, yeah, I'll be forever grateful for that experience. And the next theme that I would like to talk about is prayer. And I think regular prayer is just so important to maintain that close relationship with God. And it's something that's very personal because we have a very personal God. And I think we can see from this psalm that however dark things have got, he does acknowledge that God is the one that gave him life. And he demonstrates that prayer is so important in every season of life and that we do need to reach out and to stay connected with God in these difficult times, even when he feels distant. And prayer does include lament and protest and kind of wrestling with God and telling him this is what's really going on right now. And it's giving him that pain and, yeah, telling him what's really going on in the depths of our hearts and if you haven't read it already um i really encourage you to read this book if you're struggling um through some of these issues which is by pete greg who founded the 24 7 prayer movement um called god on mute so if anyone wants to have a look at this or or borrow that do um let me know as he really wrestles through a lot of these issues as well and uh one other thing um I'd like to point you to is a talk on YouTube by Bill Johnson, who's the senior pastor of Bethel Church in California. And he, his wife sadly passed away a few weeks ago, um, which is obviously devastating. And they're a church that really believe God heals today. They've seen healings, they've seen miracles, but his wife sadly passed away. Um, And he gives a talk about uh, kind of dealing with disappointment and loss and grief. And I think the first kind of 20 minutes or so of that talk um, is quite powerful and has some some good points um, to say in that. And the final um, theme that I would like to share is about receiving from God. So verse eight states that, by day the Lord directs his love, at night his song is within me. And I love this verse and this sense that the writer does know and trust that God will direct his love towards him, both in the day and night. And the truth is, there's never been a time that God has stopped loving us. And I do believe that he's saying each one of our names. He's saying, you know, Julia, I love you. Paul, I love you. Joe, I love you. And that I'm with you in this. And when we drink the goodness and kindness of God, I do think it, it helps to put everything into perspective. So when the hard times come, we all have a choice whether we run towards God, whether we receive Him in these difficult times, or whether we run away from Him. And I wonder, how are we doing at receiving from God at the moment? Do we spend time just soaking in his presence and and being with him and and listening to him and making space for him to speak to us? Because I do believe that he wants all of us to receive his love afresh and it's really up to us to make that a priority to to spend that time with God in in such a busy world that we, we live in. But God has given us our lives and actually every good thing that we have, and it's an amazing privilege that he gives us himself and offers himself to spend time in his presence. And there's a book that I also want to recommend. It's both for children and adults, called The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. And it's quite simple, which is good for me, and there's just some great illustrations here. And I particularly like one of the illustrations on this slide. that says life is difficult but you are loved and I'd just like to encourage all of us here today if you forget anything that I have said this morning this is the the takeaway that I'd love for you to go home with and, and think about how yes life is difficult challenging seasons are there of course we all face pain but you are loved and God is in that with you. So when we're struggling with life and when it feels like maybe just carrying on is a battle, I just want to encourage us, let's bring our questions to God. Let's remember his goodness and his faithfulness. Let's not stop praying and let's receive from God and drink deeply from him. And I also just want to encourage you that if you are in a difficult place right now, don't go through that on your own. Do tell someone invite people to journey with you through this and know that you're not on your own so if I could just have the final slide up it's from the final verse of Psalm 42 that says put your hope in God for I will yet praise him my saviour and my God isn't it amazing that we can put our hope in God and I'd like to just invite us to to pray together now so Lord I thank you that you are with each and every one of us in our doubts in our pain in our questions that we don't always have answers for but I thank you that you invite us into your presence that you say you are with us in every storm in every situation and Lord I do pray for your deep comfort and peace and your love to surround each and every person here today that's struggling at the moment. I pray that each and every one of us will just come to know you more and thank you that you promise to walk with us through every season of life. In Jesus' name. Amen.